From the Bob Marley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for August 13th, 2009, email edition for August 13th, 2009. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined this week by my good friends, Teresa Eccles, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi, Kathy Whirling, Max the Intern, and Walter Eccles, back in the peanut gallery. But they've got emails, right? Okay. So we are going to read your emails and play your voicemails this week on the show. If you'd like to send us an email, podcast at wdwinfo.com, or you can visit our show notes page podcast.wdwinfo.com fill out the feedback form or you can give us a call toll free in the United States, Canada and Mexico 1-877-310-9662 locally the number 407-574-5093 toll free in the United Kingdom 0808-120-2316 and toll free in Australia 1-800-774-531 so uh, we definitely need uh, some new voicemails coming in. So pickings are getting slim, so, you know, send in your voicemails. You can also record them on your computer and just email them to us as an attachment. We love those because the sound quality is much better. So, you know, you have options, people. Use them. Let's go. Where are my phone calls from Australia? Where are my phone calls from the U.K.? Let's go. I want to hear from you people. Don't make me pull this podcast over. Exactly. <laughs> See, we have one. We, we have uh, Chloe. Our first voicemail this week is from Chloe in England, who has a question about things going on in Future World during Illuminations. So here is Chloe. Hey, Disney Unplugged team. This is Chloe from England. I've just got a quick question. I'm visiting Walt Disney World soon and hope to visit Epcot. Many of my family dislike fireworks. So we've only seen Illuminations once and don't plan on seeing it again. My question is, are the rides and attractions, including interventions in Future World, Epcot, open during Illuminations? And if so, are the queues generally shorter during this time? Thanks, love the podcast and keep up the great work. I don't understand a word she says. <laughs> see, see, see yeah. I, know, I, love, I love the Brits. I can understand that. I'll answer her. Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> Illuminations. Stop. Stop it right now. I do do love her accent. But didn't she ask if the attractions were open during Illuminations? Basically, yes. Yeah. She wants to know you know, if the attractions in Future World are open during Illuminations. You're so wrong. <laughs> no, don't. Hey, I can, I can understand Walter's mother. I can't. Is she he British? Can. Oh, yeah. Sometimes oh, Lord, the southern no. accent can be real hard to understand. No, it's not southern. No, it's... it's oh, really? It's a dialect all the time. You have to listen to... <laughs> you, learn, you, you learn to listen for key words. <laughs> Walter. <laughs> hospital. <laughs> coming down. No. Stay where you are. <laughs> Paula. I, I, he's in good hands. Stay right where you are. Um... Now, to answer Chloe's question, Soren, because of its popularity, does stay open uh, late. I know that. What about? The, I think the other ones closed down, though. I think I think Future World uh, normally closes at seven. I thought Test Track was still open. Test Track might still be open. Um, I probably should have called and found out before I 
answered the woman's voicemail, but no, not at seven. Yeah, Future World closes at seven. Uh, World Showcase closes at nine. Yeah, like the restaurants or the food places close, but some of the attractions are still open. Well, I think like Soren stays open, I th- and I think it also depends on on crowd on crowd levels. If the park is really really crazy. I think they leave stuff open. So my favorite journey into imagination probably closes at 7. Oh, that is the worst <laughs> ride. Oh, I love it. Oh, Kathy. What? <laughs> I like it too, Kathy. What? I, I, uh. Imagination. I always come out of there feeling the so song inspired. It's so cute. We're, we should you, rent that out. You, <laughs> it should be cheap. Yeah. yeah, I think I got $30 on me. Yeah, our calendar shows 7 o'clock. The whole month of yeah, August. And normally, yeah, normally Future World does close two hours before, um, two hours before uh, World Showcase. World Showcase also opens up later. I was just going to say, but Future World opens before World Showcase. Right, World Showcase opens later. What did I say? Future World opens later. I don't know. I wasn't really listening. I wasn't paying attention now. Um, but uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I know Soren stays open late. Just that's just because of the popularity of the ride, and Test Track I think might as well. But I don't think the other ones do. I, I'm sure I'll be corrected if I'm wrong. But no. uh, you know, <laughs> you got to get that last minute ride on energy. That last one, 45 minute ride. <laughs> the last 45 minutes of your life. So I hope that answers your question, Chloe. Thank you very much for calling in. Who has an email? She did not leave her contact info, so I'm going to ask that she send an email to podcast. Are you sure she didn't leave it? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. <laughs> she can say anything. No. Chloe? <laughs> email. Good. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get the Brits to call in. I'm trying to get the Brits to call in. And it's here you are making fun of making fun of their accent. We'll make fun face. of the next people from it's the U.S. Funny. too. Really? I'm sure they make fun of our accent. <laughs> they make fun equally. They're just sore losers. They're equal opportunity make funner uppers. Okay. Well said. Well said. Um, all right. Who has an email they would like to read? I'll go first because I don't know how long Ferris will last at this table. <laughs> this one's from uh, Louise in England. Um, hi, podcast crew. Yeah, you have to read it with me. <laughs> I was just about to try it. Hello. I was butchering. <laughs> How are you, mate? <laughs> it's Australia. <laughs> Wrong continent. Oh, no, that man. was English. <laughs> no, mate is Australian. I think they do say... Uh, no, they don't. We used to work with some... They always say Australia. <laughs> McCartney used to call John Oh, read your email mate. already. <laughs> Hi, podcast crew. I read on the internet that there's a nightclub called Rick's Lounge at Coronado Springs, yet when I went on the hotel's website... This final... Oh, sorry. <laughs> the wrong one, huh? Hit the, yeah, I'm in the wrong bank. <laughs> I, meant, I meant to do this. <laughs> I thought you were going to do Bob's thing. Mochi uh, shaking me? Uh, <laughs> this is where mojitos came yeah. from. Yep. <laughs> well, um, she went to the hotel's website, and there was no info about it. Um, can you go there if you're not if you're staying in a different Disney hotel? Yes, you can. This club is pretty trendy. Uh, you you can't just go in shorts and sandals. It's kind of it is upscale, but you can go if you're staying in a different resort. It's open Tuesday through Saturday, 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. There's a live DJ Thursday through Saturday, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. It's pretty pricey. There's a pretty pricey um, menu. You can also listen to the uh, January eighth, two thousand eight podcast. Bob did a review about it, and you can also one go of the funniest segments. One we of ever the did. funniest, and you can also go to their own website. It's Rick's R I X dash Lounge dot com. 
for more information. But. They also do some special stuff. I'm somehow I'm on their email list. I don't know why, but they do um, <laughs> like a Bob baby, signed you up. He must have out of spite. They do like a, a a baby dance session where you can bring your kids in for. I guess it's like a jimboree. Bring your children to the bar. Yeah, like, look, a baby in a bar. <laughs> and they also um, do. I think it's kind of like a singles night. But they're calling it a game night where you go and you play games and you can mingle singles. singles. And, oh, how tragic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a Hawaiian luau. There's play date Orlando one night in Rio. Also circus celebration. Seven minutes in heaven. Do they have, uh, do they have current things coming up? Because I think Joey Fatoni's doing one. <laughs> Joey Fatoni? Joey, sh- Joey, when Joey, Joey Fatone shows up for an envelope opening. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Slushy machine. <laughs> it's Joey Fatone. Yeah, their website has a few things listed. Um, that involved taking your baby to a bar? Yeah, they play date. What was it called? I don't see that one on there. Yeah, yeah, play date Orlando. Wow, does that bring have to be a baby? Ba- bring you your baby like to a, a bar. Small yep. child. We will yep, not that's be Friday, attending. August twenty eighth, and yeah, Joey Fatone will be there. Kids get free mojitos. <laughs> <laughs> Is he really going to be I there? Joey, feel like I'm crazy. I'm on their mailing list. No, he's on Joey Fatone's mailing list. <laughs> That's whose mailing list he's on. I'm president of his oh, please, fan club. Please in sync it back together. He's going to wear his in sync reunion tour shirt. <laughs> Do you really know Justin Timber post? <laughs> what? <laughs> Got that wrong. Oh, all right. Well, thank you, Corey. You're welcome. Walter. Baby night at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Baby night, yeah. Okay, I'll stop. Okay, I have one from John Brinovich. He says he's a listener to the podcast but doesn't post on the boards. He's coming down. The reason, Good for you, John. The reason for his trip is Dizapalooza and Disney Christmas in general. He says he usually stays at Port Orlean Riverside. Good choice. We're considering staying at an all-store or pop based on the room-only discounted price. We've not stayed in a value resort for over 10 years and consider Port Orleans Riverside a nice but by no means spectacular hotel. So my question is, where should I stay? Buena Vista Suites, Sheraton Vistana, a Disney Hotel, Swan Dolphin, Gaylord. Uh, Which one would you suggest? We would like to stay inexpensively but are not adverse to spending extra to get a lot extras. They are AAA members and teachers. They will be renting a car. How many people do they have? Four. I think for a family of four, honestly, um, you know, you you know, depending on on the time of year, we're talking Christmas or Dizapalooza. You know, you're going to get Swan Dolphin for basically the price you're going to get at a moderate. Um, and you're walking distance to Epcot, and especially if you're doing stuff for Christmas, uh, the displays in the resorts around uh, Crescent Lake and of course the stuff that goes on you know the candlelight processional everything that goes on at Epcot um, Teresa do you know if they have AAA rates or uh, teacher rates at Swandall for that time of year um, I'm, it depends on the day some of the dates have and some don't now Teresa what would you think about Buena Vista Suites isn't that always a good deal that's always a good deal but at Christmas time we can't beat Gaylord Palms either that's true. Gaylord with the uh, with ice. That's a good point. Well, right now I know you can get a teacher uh, teacher rate 
over there, that time is going to range between 169, 149 and 169 a night um, at the Dolphin or the Swan. That's pretty good. I'm just checking the uh, the Dolphin. I don't think you can go wrong with any of the choices he listed. Actually, it's a of there preference, are, you, know? you got dates from the 15th for a teacher, for teachers in education, people who work for educational institutions. From the 15th through the 21st, at least, $129 a night at the Dolphin. Teacher and government, uh, those are going to be your the best discounts available. Yeah. So, I mean, the Dolphin is a great choice. I mean, Buena Vista Suite's a wonderful choice. I mean, especially the new rooms, the, new, the newly rehabbed rooms we went and are saw gorgeous. Them two weeks ago, they were incredible. And you've got, you know, you've got the breakfast buffet. It depends on what you want. Do you, you know, it's that on-property, off-property thing. It's do you want, you know, a nice clean room close by, or do you want something more, more elaborate? You want something more elaborate, you're going to be looking at Swan Dolphin, Gaylord Palms, or Vistana. Uh, those rooms are pretty elaborate at Vistana. Uh, but $88 a night at Buena Vista Suites is hard to beat. So it's, you know, you have you have options. It's hard to say, you know, which one to go with. It really depends on your tastes. You know, Teresa brings up a good point about Gaylord Palms at Christmas. That place is gorgeous at Christmas. And then you've got ice right there in the hotel, which is always a lot of fun. So, you know, you got things to think about. What do you want to be close to? What do you think you're going to enjoy? But... Uh, I'll tell you, I think you're going to be disappointed going from Port Orleans to the All-Stars of the Pop Century. I mean... Yeah, for sure. I think it's worth the extra money to stay at uh, Port, honestly. So, hope that helps. Thank you for that, Walter. All right, our next voicemail... Bring it back to my list. Comes to us from Baby Josie 98 on the boards, who has a question about Disneyland. Hi, Pete and the podcast crew. This is uh, Baby Josie 98 on the boards, and I have a Disneyland uh, slash Southern California question. My husband, daughter, and I are making our first trip to Southern California in October. We're actually flying into San Diego from St. Louis on October 9th and sailing five nights to Cabo on Radiance of the Seas. Then we plan to drive to Anaheim for a few nights. Uh, Thursday, October 15th is going to be our Disneyland day. We're staying at Howard Johnson Anaheim, so we plan to walk over there right at opening. And the only problem is I'm thinking if it's a weekday, there probably won't be a showing of Fantasmic or the fireworks, but the October hours are not out for Disneyland yet. My question is, do you think it would be possible to do Disneyland from opening till around 5 p.m. and then head to California Adventure for the trick-or-treat party that night that starts at 6.30? Um, we're limited on time because our daughter wants to see Laguna Beach and Hollywood. So if we don't go to the party, we'll have to save California Adventure for another trip. Uh, what do you think? Do you think it would be worth it to try to visit both parks if Disneyland has no events that evening? I told our, my husband if he wanted to skip the party, that's fine. He can relax at the pool in the evening, and me and my daughter will go to the party. Um, I'm waiting to see if there's any phantasmic showing on that Thursday. So, then Friday, we'll be checking out and heading to Laguna Beach for one night before heading home on Saturday. And I'm taking in the advice from one of your Disneyland show correspondents, and we're planning to eat dinner at the Rock and Baja restaurant while we're at the beach. <coughs> we don't know when we're going to get back to California, so we're trying to do as much as we can. Uh, while in Hollywood, I was wondering what you think about visiting the Al Capitan Theater and the Walk of Fame while we're there. Um, thank you so much for all you guys do with the Diz and the podcast. It gets me through my work week. It's 
great. Um, by the way, uh, I was your first podcast winner a few years ago, and I won three days and two nights at the Swan and Dolphin. Took my best friend for the Food and Wine Festival, and we had the best time. So thanks again for that. Um, one more question. I have several friends that are waiting for the Harry Potter Universal Cruise Info to be announced. So uh, we all plan to go. So we're excited about that. All right. Again, thank you. And this is Michelle from St. Louis. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for calling in. Um, I'm very close to finalizing everything that needs to be done with Universal for the uh, for that. So I'm really aiming to get that together before I leave for uh, vacation. But uh, to answer your questions, uh, first, being at Disneyland from opening to 5 and then going into California Adventure at 6.30 for a Halloween party. Uh, is it doable? Of course it's doable. But really and truly, it depends on the kind of, you know, kind of energy level you have. Some things to keep in mind. The Disneyland Park is much smaller than our Magic Kingdom here. Crowds tend to uh, build a lot more easily. Lines tend to be longer. Um, all depends on what day of the week, what time of the year you're going to be there in October. Not real sure what the traffic patterns are in October. I remember, I think I was down there once in October and it was pretty busy. But um, again, you got to keep in mind that you know touring takes a little bit more work, I think, in Disneyland generally speaking than it does here. So you know, if you're the type of you know when you do theme parks, if you're the type of person that can you know be in the parks all day, all night with little or no break, then sure, go for it. Um, I, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it any, anymore. There was a time where I could, but now I just don't think I could spend from opening till 5 and then 6.30 on in a party in California Adventure. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, as far as Hollywood is concerned, um, the Walk of Fame, you know, bring your hand sanitizer. It's creepy. It's, um, but it's something you need to see. It, you you know, need to see it. But don't expect just it to be great. Keep in mind, keep in mind, if you're going to take pictures with any of the crazy people dressed up as like the Hulk and Superman and oh, everybody God. else, they're expecting a tip. It's and usually they, outside of Grauman's uh, Chinese Theater you find yeah. those folks. <laughs> They'll cut you. Yeah, they're... Uh, <laughs> oh interesting, I forgot the name of it. Uh, there was an interesting documentary done on them, though. Um, somebody did a documentary about some of these people that you know do that for a living. That's like their thing. Really? I'm sure that's about a million Michael Jackson lookalikes right now, hanging oh, out yeah. right there. Oh yeah. Um, El Capitan. I've I, you know I've never been in the El Capitan. It's something I did want. To, I do want to do. I'd like to see the inside of the El Capitan. Of course. Uh, I've been inside. We've been inside. You think it's worth it to go see it? Well, we didn't. We actually <laughs> talked our way in. Bob told me he didn't think I would be able to get in without paying to see a movie. And it was during our trip where we did a lot of stuff from one hotel to the other with very little free time. So we didn't want to pay for a movie just to see the theater. Do I think it's worth taking time out of something more important? No, it's a really nice old movie theater. And upstairs in the lobby, they have some gigaws, Disney gigaws, little knick-knacky things. But it, it takes a couple of minutes to see. Yeah, really. Yeah, knick-knack, you know. Well. I just oh, made that up. <laughs> You've never heard the word gigwa? No, I've heard chachka. Chachki. Okay, it's the same thing. Okay. But the Russian word for it, apparently. That's <laughs> borscht. Um, <clears throat> it's not, it's a movie theater. I mean, it's a nice movie theater, but it's a movie theater. I would, you know, if I was going to go see a theater, I'd, I really want to do the tour of the Kodak Theater. 
where they do the Oscars. That's supposed to be really cool. That's across the street. But right next door to El Capitan is the Disney Soda Fountain, which is kind of cool. It's cute. Hmm. It's different. Another thing I think in, in Hollywood that's a good thing to see if you've got a car and feel like driving over to it is the, um, um, the farmer's market. I think that's a blast uh, going to do the farmer's market. Have lunch. Just do a little, you know, almost like flea market shopping. For some cool photo ops, uh, Mulholland. Mulholland Drive. Universal, I highly recommend Universal, you know, if you're out there. That you can take uh, right uh, right from that area uh, where you're going to be, where uh, Grandma's Chinese Theater is. There's a subway that takes you right to Universal Hollywood. So I like Santa Monica. I'll tell you what not to do. Don't do that wax museum. I don't think it's there anymore. <laughs> We sent some people over to do that during our... Not some people. You sent me and Kelsey. <laughs> sent Kevin over. That's right. That's right. some fact-finding, and I heard about the rest of the trip. He sent us that stupid wax museum. Julie loves wax museums. No, I don't. <laughs> Creepy? Yeah. Yeah. This one has, like, shows from the 70s. And not in any kind of ironic retro way. They haven't changed them since the 70s. Uh-huh. So they're not only waxy, they're dusty and waxy. <laughs> I love that 60s group. Well, thank you for calling in, Josie. I hope that answers your questions. Who has an email they'd like to read? I do. Jules? Mine's from Elaine Edwards in... Oh, we're not taking her emails. (laughs) In Evansville, Indiana. I'm listening to your 729 discussion show, and I cannot believe Corey's story about removing the backs from the chairs. Do none of these execs that made this decision have antsy toddlers? Backs on chairs are a safety feature for antsy children that are bouncing up and down in their seats ready to get back out to the attraction. Very good point. Is Disney going to pay the medical bills when kids start falling off the chairs and hitting their heads on the concrete floors? Sorry to rant. As a parent, I was just so frustrated when I heard this and wanted to fling my two cents at you. I'm a relatively new listener and poster, and in preparation for my family's first trip to the world in September, you guys are making my planning fun and easy, and I find myself constantly laughing out loud. It says, she says, really funny, the other day I was saying goodbye to someone after a day of catching up on a few of the podcasts, and I absentmindedly told them to stay out of the damn lakes. (laughs) She said they looked at me like I was insane. Anyways, no questions. Just wanted to comment. Welcome to my world. <laughs> no, no question. I was just wanting to comment about the no, chairs. No, Kathy, you said you went over to um, Cosmics. Nothing's been changed right, there, Nothing's right? been okay. changed. If you see this crazy lady over there taking pictures of chairs, say hi. Because <laughs> I've been over there a couple times. Pecos is all done. Cosmic Ray still has regular chairs. They are going to put Ritalin on the kids' meals, though. <laughs> <laughs> if I hear any updates, I will let you, you guys know. What do the stools look like at Pecos Bills? They're just it's little disgusting. short. They had, a, look, they had a whole bunch of stool samples. I think they're less than two feet tall. No. <laughs> they just they look like what they did is cut the backs off. Yeah. I mean, they, they look nice. It's just How do you the, get the backs off of a stool? <laughs> well, you know, off the regular chairs they had? I mean, if you didn't know that they Depends had... Depends on how you wipe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too tired. I'm too tired. I'm trying not to laugh because I don't want to wake him up. <laughs> They're short. They are cushioned, which is nice. But is the cushion tied on, or is it just it's sitting? Just yeah. It's like no. It's not tied a, on. It's like, like if you it's took, in like, there. Kitchen. Yeah. It's like if you took the chair and just cut the back off. But I mean, they're regular stools. You know, they're about that high. They're padded square stools. If they're regular school stools, you have to go to the doctor. <laughs> but I've seen parents take parents take a couple of the stools and lay them out, and like their kids are laying on them. 
<laughs> People are going to be constructing <laughs> <laughs> what couches with these things. What color were the stools? Brown. <laughs> you know, it's like it's eighth grade bathroom. Yeah, it, really is. it just really is. <laughs> they are pretty short because for kids, you can't have them tall. Okay, this is just getting worse. Okay. <laughs> It just goes from bad to worse. They lay the stools on the side and the kids are laying on them? I know, it's disgusting. Did you smell the stools? (laughs) Don't lay your children on stool. Some of them were falling apart. It has but those are loose stools. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting. Corey's Corey's just putting it up and I'm knocking them over the net. (laughs) Oh, Lord in heaven. It's been a long day. All right, well, thank you. Thank you for that. Who else has an email they would like to read? I have one. This is from Joel Kennedy, and it says, Hi, podcast crew. My family will be going to Disney World for my birthday in April 2010. Do you think Disney will continue the birthday celebration perks next year? Do all resorts have the option of the birthday fast pass or gift card, or is that just for annual pass holders? It's not. It's for everybody, but... What do you think? I mean, the way things are going, do you really see them coming out with a new promotion for next year? No, because guests won't understand it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be confused. I mean, they they did Year of a Million Dreams for five years or something. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So usually this time of year we start hearing. Yeah, we haven't heard anything. Possibly what's going to happen. We haven't heard anything. So they might be doing it again. Who knows? Mm. You can get the – currently you can get the fast passes or the free ticket. You have to have some form of ticket media to get the birthday card. Right. So it's not just for annual pass holders or ticket holders except for that one thing. You do have to prove that you already have a ticket into the park if you want the $75 gift card. $79 gift card. I just wonder. That's the part that I wonder then if they will do it next year because seventy nine dollar birthday cards that has to be expensive for their bottom line. Since they're changing everything else, would they maybe get rid of that? Who knows? Everything is possible, right? Yeah, but what you're buying didn't yeah, cost you, them yeah, seventy nine dollars. Cost three dollars, and they're two fifty. You're yeah. just putting your money right back in. Well, there, what you're so. buying with the dining plan isn't costing them forty nine dollars right. either. That's another point too is they know that there's a huge profit margin and all that anyway. You know, maybe I, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for you. It may continue. It may not continue. I haven't really even heard any rumors. Have you? <laughs> is there anything coming up that we're missing? Is there a big anniversary coming up? Is what's the Magic Kingdom's birthday going to be? In two thousand eleven, it will be forty years. But that next year is two thousand ten. Oh, that'll be my fifty year anniversary. Two thousand eleven. John, I swore you called Kathy baby. I did too. We're, I'm sitting um, here baby, going. No, <laughs> <laughs> we both heard it. Oh, I have to go back and. That's my new thing. We both. Max heard he's, it turning, too. He's, he's turning into Frank Sinatra. It's because she's in the corner. Look, Walter heard it too. He's in the corner. We all heard it. He yeah, said baby like or maybe. No, he said hey baby. I said hey maybe. <laughs> I heard maybe. I'm sorry. Calm down, Elvis. We'll go. <laughs> all of our listeners are going. He said maybe. <laughs> I'm going to call I you all satin in from now on. <laughs> oh, that's oh. what Elvis Presley called the bump on the back of his mother's neck that he liked to rub. What? Satin in. <laughs> Rose. Okay. What? 
she had a bump on the back of her neck, and oh, he would sit man. and do this. The show just goes. And he just go all over. The <laughs> and he called it satin. The, the show. Ooh. The show just is is Why a did lost I not cause. Know that? When I first heard that, I called everything satin for like three months. <laughs> I called the dog. It satin. was his mother's tumor. Oh, okay. Tumor. Oh my god. Oh, moving right along. <laughs> Our next voicemail comes to us from Nick in Ireland. Hi, podcast crew. It's Nick here from Dublin, Ireland. Nick, zero, zero on the boards. have a quick question you might be able to answer for me. Me and my girlfriend are heading down to Florida for a tour during a row at the end of this month. On the two previous occasions, we never really ventured outside the Orlando Disney area. But this year, we're thinking about going to maybe Miami or somewhere else in Florida for two or three nights. I was just wondering if you had any recommendations for somewhere to go. We're both... 22 years old and very outgoing, and any help would be greatly appreciated. There are male models of a slon. Thank you. Well, thank you for calling, Nick. Um, Miami, I, I would not suggest Miami for a couple of nights. Not from Orlando. That's a four-hour drive, four-and-a-half-hour drive yeah. each way. Um, the first thing that came to my mind when I heard this was St. Augustine. Uh, Corey and Julie were just up there. St. Augustine's... They're 22? Not, not much of nightlife yeah. there. Everything shuts down. Yeah, they'd be bored. He really? said they're very outgoing and stuff. We're we're a family, you know. We kind of we're in at nine o'clock, you know. <laughs> I would hit up one of the beach towns. Yeah, you know, head over to the St. Pete, Tampa area. Mm-hmm. When were they coming? And end of this month. I was thinking Tampa too, because they have Ybor City over Ugh. there and stuff like that. But they're twenty two. Twenty two. I don't see. I drive. We drive doesn't, to Miami whenever make Tampa we want. Any nicer. Oh, sorry for They're the people from Tampa. Fun, I guess. <laughs> I think Miami's a great thing as long as you don't mind the four-hour drive. Miami, it's like it's New York. Part, yeah, it never sleeps. Yeah. yeah. Um, South Beach is fun day or night. You can just sit and watch the people. You can go to the clubs. You can eat in the restaurants. Uh, See, I'm old. It's going to be expensive. I mean, in Miami, you yeah. just need to remember that. Absolutely. You Especially can also South find Beach. airfare between here and Miami because I'm spoiled. That's the way I go. I You'll fly. be flying if on you, a big bopper plane. If you're going to fly, fly to Key West. That's where the party's at. Or Fort Lauderdale's fun, and there's a lot to do in Fort Lauderdale too. Why don't you just go to the Caribbean? <laughs> Why don't you just, just keep getting further walk. and further away? Well, just go to City Walk. Go to Cuba. Miami city was his walk. his mention, so he must be thinking about it. It sounds like they're looking for some nightlifey, yes, young, exactly. hip place to go. Well, you know, if if you know if you're going to consider uh, Tampa, St. Pete, you might as well consider Daytona. Ooh, you know, yeah, no. don't be sending people to Daytona. No, well, I wouldn't send people to Tampa. No, well, Tampa's Tampa's actually kind yeah. of fun. Uh, St. Yeah. Pete and Clearwater is, I like it. I agree. Um, Tampa, I mean Daytona Beach, you can't pay me to go there unless you're there for spring break and you're gonna, you know. Yeah. Drink on the beach all day and get sunburnt and puke all night. And be part of some Gone Wild video. <laughs> <laughs> with, with bachelor and bachelorette party pics in the background. The Irish Gone Wild. <laughs> I'm only going to use a 50 sunblock. <laughs> <laughs> they're old hands. It's their third year in a row. I think you'll have fun no matter where you go. Um, since you're both outgoing and you like to have fun, you'll probably meet a lot of people and... What I find weird is that if this is the first time they're venturing off property and they want to go so far away, I think they might not have an idea of how, how far, far that is. People have the Epcot version of Florida. Yeah. That my Orlando is next to Miami. It's, it's really not. not. It's right. four hours away. Four hours away. Well, downtown Orlando would be fun. Where? 
sometimes. <laughs> oh, there's always people down there that look like they're Wednesday nights. Yeah, but they're asking Saturday. for money. Yeah, it's no. College. Those, if you're in college. college yeah. yeah, if you're in college. Well, at least 22. Yeah, they're college age, but they're young. I don't know. Well, Downtown Orlando is full of I'm completely people. out of touch. I'm you want to hang out with the Orlando Magic players? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, what about uh, or, um, Universal? City, City Walk. Yeah, we're spending a couple of nights at Universal. Um, I think you can get a, a different perspective and certainly a lot more nightlife. They yeah. might like the Hard Rock Hotel. Hard oh, Rock that would be, be nice. great. That's a great. There's idea. some stuff going on in Winter Park. There are some nice restaurants and wine bars and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> my mother's my, my my mother's circle group meets uh, every Wednesday. <laughs> you can go knit, you know, knit with my mom. <laughs> With Madeline. I didn't know what a circle group was. <laughs> I neither. Oh, where's this going? No, no, no. Come on. <laughs> You're the one that started it. Don't. Keep no, your, it's a, it's a thing down. with church. It's a thing she does. It's, a, it's like a ladies a, meeting. A ladies circle meeting. Yeah. yeah. Stop and they it. They literally sit in a circle and they knit Stop and they it. talk. Oh. Or they play bridge or whatever. I used to have a circle meeting. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> That was the seventies. <laughs> oh, oh, we knit. <laughs> Don't you wish we were talking about stools again? <laughs> I'm just wondering how we're going to avoid an explicit uh, notification uh, next uh, to us on iTunes. We'll be good. Oh, for Lord. about two minutes. Yeah, really. <laughs> so there, Nick, you have all sorts of. <laughs> All sorts of suggestions. Start your own and circle group. <laughs> Come on, now. We said we were going to be good. I was good. I was just trying to be helpful. So, all right. Well, thank you very much for calling in, Nick. Who else has an email they would like to read? I, I do. do. Teresa. Me? Teresa. Over here? Okay. No, the Teresa on the other side of the room. <laughs> Give Kevin a chance to calm down. Okay. Hi, podcast crew. Heard you needed some questions for the show, so here goes. There is probably an obvious answer to this, but my kids and I have been wondering what it means when a cast member hands you a solid-colored tag on a lanyard and tells you to give it to the cast member when you get on the ride. They said it's a way of counting, but I think it signifies a call for a break or something. Also, are there any plans for Teresa Eccles' lullaby or relaxation tape? Her voice is to die for, and you should not miss out on this great marketing opportunity. Okay, they're giving you the tag because clearly there's something wrong with you. This actually okay. happened to me and Taylor when we were waiting for uh, Maelstrom in Norway. You have been, you have been identified as, as like, needing I thought we were getting a prize. I thought we were like, getting to go to the head of the line or something. And she's like, no, you're at the end of the line, so you give this to the person at the, the front of the, the ride when you get there. And she said, so that way they'll know how long you waited. And I'm like, oh. I've never it's seen that happen. It's the fashion police. Yeah, it's so everybody can laugh at you. And you <laughs> take a look at them. They're yeah, it's exactly what it's for. It's a, it's a way to... Uh, Monitor what the actual wait time wow. is. Very high tech. Well, that came from Deb Smith, Risky's mom on the boards. Thank you, Deb. She likes Walter's voice too. Oh. I love how the you guys can do a duet. <laughs> Teresa says, "Will you pass me the cheese?" And then she gets on the thing. And on the <laughs> yeah. It's oh, yeah. Once thing. the mic is off. Once the mic is off, it's like <laughs> Max, get this stuff out in the car. Look at my cat. Look at my cat. Look at my cat. Max, Max. <laughs> Oh, and then she, the, the microphone goes on to you. No, Hello, she gets on the microphone and it's happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> Look at my cat. That's her stage voice. <laughs> Am I right, Max? 
Am I right? That's exactly what happens. Hey, dude, I wake you up cheerfully every morning. With oh this, yeah, with see the that. same voice with her trombone. <laughs> Come out of bed. <laughs> Stop hitting your sister. Hi, this is Teresa. Scratch my back. Rub <laughs> <laughs> my mole. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh, what was that, Max? It was shave my back. Oh, okay. oh man. Come rub satin. Yes, satin. I'm trying to Satin's got a crank in it. You need to rub it up. Okay. Boy, this has just gone in so many, so many directions. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. Our next voicemail comes to us from James in Chicago, who has a question about polyconcierge. So here is James. Hey guys, this is James from Chicago. I am a SWA bike dude on the boards, and I'm so excited to leave a message. Um, I must tell you, the first time I listened to y'all's uh, podcast, uh, I was so excited because you guys make a lot of sense, and you're so fair and uh, just genuine. It's very easy to understand and, and realize that y'all have back for knowledge. So I pick your brain, and I use all the info to help me plan my trip. And I have a trip planned right now for December. That's free, that brings me to my question. Um, and uh, we're staying at the Polynesian Resort. It is our first time at a monorail resort. We're very excited. Uh, saved up lots of money for that. But my question is, if we were going to do a concierge-level room, um, it's pretty difficult for me to find some information about what exactly the concierge does for you and uh, what the food is like and drink hours, things like that. So maybe you could shed a little bit of light on uh, the concierge level at the Polynesian. I'd appreciate it. Um, and, I, and also, thank you for mentioning, uh, and, and thank you for your business at uh, Southwest Airlines. I'm an employee um, in Chicago. And, uh, Apparently, he's on the plane as he's recording this. <laughs> I hear you all talk about that a lot. So if there's anything you need, you let me know. I try to answer as many questions as I can on the boards for uh, for the fans of the Diz. They have some really good questions. Um, but thanks a lot, and uh, I can't wait. Uh, hopefully, I can uh, meet you all if you have any type of meet going on December. So I think you said you might. I'm there the second week, so I'm looking forward to it. Thanks a lot. Well, thank you very much for calling in, uh, James, from apparently 30,000 feet with the door open. Um, Sorry. You, get, get, you, well, uh, concierge. Well, to answer your question um, about concierge, uh, first of all, I think arguably concierge to Polynesian is the best Disney has. Um, it is the best I've experienced, I think, in any hotel I've ever stayed in, uh, Disney or otherwise. The concierge staff is magnificent. The lounge is incredibly comfortable, beautiful lounge. And I think they serve the best food. It's like real meals. Yeah. Especially, well, especially that evening meal, that, right. that, you know, that dinner meal, um, which is supposed to be appetizers. But I'm telling you, there were a couple of nights that we more than filled up. Um, you know, it, it's 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 a lounge where you know. Normally, I say to people, don't spend the extra money on concierge if you think if you're doing it for the uh, uh, for the food. This is one place where actually the food really has to factor in. Yeah, I don't know that I would consider it a meal replacement per se, but it's really good food, and it's the lounge is open all day. It opens at like six thirty in the morning, I believe. And, and it's open the, until late at night. In the evening, when the fireworks are going off, they play the music there, so you can bring, go in there and watch the uh, fireworks if you don't want to go outside. Yeah, they lower the lights, and uh, you can watch the fireworks just sitting in the lounge. And, uh, 
you know, it is. It's it's uh, it's a great lounge. Now, again, you're talking about a premium of $150 at least per night on uh, you know for a concierge level room. So it's not unheard of for these rooms to be going for five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars a night. Again, you got to factor that in. Um, but I will tell you, if your question is how good is the poly concierge, you've got nothing to worry about. Poly concierge, first rate. Their training, their staff, uh, the quality of what they're serving, the quality of the rooms. Uh, really and truly, I can't say enough good things about it. We gave it an excellent review last year when Walter and I had done that. So that's my my recommendation. P.S. Wear a shirt. Oh, oh yeah. Well, because you know, hillbilly hillbilly Walt over here has got to be walking everywhere with his you know with his shirt off, and they're like, mm, put your clothes on. I just needed a glass of milk. I just wanted to run in and grab milk before they realized I was there, but they caught me and just said, in the future, I'm like, I, I got you. I'll have, a clo- I'll have my shirt on next time. Yeah. Was he wearing the old faded out swim trunks that looked like? Probably. Yeah, I remember that. I'm pretty sure there was banjo music following him around. <laughs> <laughs> His coveralls. You know, John's got heart music. i got to get dueling banjos on here. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> but so I hope that answers your question, James. And if yeah, if you're going to be here in December, second week in December, December 12th, will be uh, our Toy Story Mania event, the December event. Oh, it's all booked up. Oh, I'm There's sorry. No more open spaces. Don't scare Just people. Just kidding. Don't scare people. So thank you again for calling in, James. All right, who else has an email they would like to read? I do. Uh, our, mine is from Becca in Springfield, Maine. And Becca says, Hi, I'm Luca Drake on the board. I was listening to the old podcast, enjoying Bob trying to pronounce three caballeros, and it got me to wondering if Kevin has ever done a dining review of the restaurant in the Mexico Pavilion. Mostly I just hear bad reviews, but wonder wonder if it's due to people not liking more authentic Mexican food, or is it really that bad? No, people just don't like to eat preheated TV dinners. Yeah, this is not... This is not authentic Mexican food. I think the it's authentic the, Swanson's food. Isn't the, the sauce? Isn't the salsa bottled? I mean, isn't it put out by like Joe's salsa? I don't know bottled salsa. What's the name of one? I think you should go. I think you should go and. I've tried. We've tried a couple times, and it's really hard to get into. Believe it or not, I love the atmosphere, but I'm always hesitant to book it based on the reviews. I've not eaten in this restaurant in a very, very long time. I ate in the cantina across the way. And in my opinion, you should wad your money up into little balls and throw it out into the lake. (laughs) (laughs) The food was revolting. The service was non-existent. It was packed. The chairs are nailed to the floor, albeit they have backs on them. The tables were filthy, and there were ducks walking all through it. I wouldn't eat there again if you were paying. The food is that bad. And it comes in a little styrofoam coffin for you to carry to your table. I have heard nothing but horror stories about the Mexican food in the Mexico Pavilion. And I've talked quite frequently about the fact that we have a Mexican restaurant here where John and I can come out stuffed. Like, couldn't eat another bite stuffed for under $25, and you're probably talking double that to eat in the Mexico Pavilion. I'm just sitting here taking a look at the reviews that we have in the reviews database, reviews.wwinfo.com, and uh, a uh, a 4.5 out of a possible 10 is what uh, San Angelin is getting. 
Um, it's like to- it, Tostitos. It's actually it's it's a more it's a point and a half higher that it's a point and a half lower than Nine Dragons. So that's going to tell you that you know obviously this is not yeah this is definitely not a great restaurant. And like I said, this is one of the ones we can get into La Cellier, We can get into Brown Derby. Can't get a reservation there, and then when you go there, they just turn you away. Now I'm sorry, we're booked. We can't even take putting you on a wait list. Yeah. I have one more quick question. It's from our friend Sierra, Caddy Cat 4. She wants to know if there are drop-offs so her mom can drop her off at the park. All four of the theme parks, and I believe the water parks, have guest drop-off areas where your mom can pull almost up right to the main entrance and drop you off and then get out. What you want to do, Sierra, is make sure your mom tells the cast member who's directing you to where to park. You just roll down your window and say, listen, that I'm she's just... leaving her children. Exactly. <laughs> Dropping them off. And then that way they'll let you go past. And it's a fun past. feeling, too, when you drop them off and pull away. <laughs> oh, nice. Is this part of your lullaby book you're going to record? <laughs> Teresa abandons the children. Chapter 7. A lullaby-bye. They really lullaby-bye. All right. Well, thank you for that, Kevin. Kathy, what do you have? I have. You don't have a microphone. That's one thing you don't have. I need a microphone. Hi, everyone. It's being reported on a podcast in the United Kingdom, the Disneyland Paris, between 18 July and 4 August, are trialing premium fast passes in the park. I'll go check it out. (laughs) Apparently, there are very limited, reported to be only 160 per day number, being sold at guest services at the Disneyland Hotel. The passes cost 80 euro, approximately $113, and allow unlimited fast passes to both Paris parks per day. The normal fast passes are still available to other guests. If successful, then are they likely to extend their availability? Do you think they'll introduce them in some form in Orlando? Thanks for everything you do. Danny Stockdale from London. Well, i got to tell you, Danny, I would be surprised if this idea has not already been discussed and considered and looked at multiple times by Disney here. Um, if there was a way by now that they could have turned FastPass here into a, a moneymaker, they would have done it. That's not to say that there's not, not still hard at work on trying to figure out a way to do it, and this may prove to be a great test case, but uh, you know your traffic patterns in Paris, your traffic volume in Paris, number of hotels, number of uh, day guests, things like that, just so much larger here. That's something that could work in a park out there, you know, like Disneyland Paris, you know, just may not be feasible from a, an operation standpoint out here. So I think you'd see an uproar if they did it here on top of everything that they're doing for 2010. I think you'd hear, I think you'd hear an uproar. I also think you'd hear a stampede of people oh, running yeah. to the gate yep. to buy the ticket. People would buy it. For sure. um, $13 a person. Mm-hmm. $113. On top of your entry. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I'm willing to hire out Teresa to run through the park and get you fast passes for that amount of money. Yeah. That's That'd be a, a fast pass for tomorrow. Can That's we do that? that? <laughs> really? That's a lot of money. It is a lot, but people would pay. That's I'm telling you, four hundred bucks, four hundred fifty bucks for a family of August, four. August day. If, uh, it's a, if it's a park hopper and you can, you know, go crazy on that one day, do a lot of park hopping, knock out all the big rides. Wow. Oh, man, it wouldn't be one hundred and thirteen. It's one hundred and thirteen for two parks there. So I would imagine it would be even more expensive if they brought it. Again, from an operational standpoint, I don't know they could do yeah. it here. Well, but you know what? But I, bet you the, I bet you part of the information they're gathering is probably from these birthday fast passes. 
yeah. how much they're gathering information of what kind of impact does it have for us to have these sort of quote unquote unlimited permanent fast passes. How many passes, can we get away with? Right. And not impact the rest of the fast passes. I don't know why they don't do it for the people staying on property anyway. There's like too many Universal hotels. does. Yeah. Would it slow it down that much to in real Teresa voice, it's... <laughs> <laughs> That's what Max hears. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> That's what Max hears, yeah. <laughs> I love leaving my children in undisclosed locations. <laughs> <clears throat> good times, good times. All right, well, thank you for that, Kathy. Teresa, you have one? I do. Let me read it here in my regular voice, okay? Yeah, on plot. Okay. Hi, gang. (laughs) She can't even do it. She's squeaky when she gets real. (laughs) My name is Jennifer from Northfield, Minnesota. Wild fan 1473 on the boards. My family and I will be in the staying in the cabin at Fort Wilderness in October. My question is whether or not the roads are lit with street lights for when we are walking walking back from the beach area or the bus stop. I know most campgrounds do not have lights, and we we usually use flashlights. So I was wondering if this is the case of Fort Wilderness. There are you walk in the dark back, don't you? I remember it being dark. Well, the roads are all lit. The roads. Yeah, but the people walking along, walking back, they were in pitch dark, as far as I remember, weren't they? Because they had flashlights and stuff. Because I, I remember thinking to myself. Man, I'm glad I'm in this little cart because I would be falling all over that sidewalk. Are you sure it wasn't your imaginary friends you were looking at? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, there, I'm not saying there aren't dark areas. I'm just saying that any any commonly, tra- I think any commonly yeah. traveled path is going to be lit in, on, on a Disney, on Disney property. I could be 100% wrong on this. And again, I I'm certain to- there are people who will correct me. But I don't, you know, we didn't do any walking because I'm too fat to walk. So... It was always I just a, remember thinking at the time. If I couldn't time, get there on the golf cart, I didn't go. I remember thinking at the time, that time that Walter, you and I went down and saw the fireworks and rode the little golf cart back, thinking, man, look at these people walking in the dark. But I, see where they're going. Over, I don't think there's overhead street lights like on a street. I no. think they're low posts that have lights on them. I don't think you're going to find overhead lighting right. that's going to light them. And it's not like they're walking along I-4. <laughs> it seemed like with all the golf carts. Well, in the woods, though, there's plenty of things to trip over, Kevin. Well, you shouldn't be walking through the woods. I mean, not when there are paths. Yeah, lights pa- on them. Okay, the headlights, right? I'm, I'm guessing. Saying? I don't know. Okay, you should have checked it out. It's your email. I'll send Max over <laughs> to check it out. See, this is the thing. I want people to write me emails so we have emails for the show. But then she comes here and expects us to know the answer to them. Oh, I see. That's the way she works. See, that's how it works. Just trying to help. Just trying to help. Bring okay, your flashlight well, just in case. Yeah. Yes. And if you need stick. extra light, and your glow it sticks. might be dimly lit. Your glow sticks. And rent a car. Just in case there's a, you know, a need for them. A rave breaks out. A rave. I was going to say a rave. All right. Now, f- finally this week, never let it be said that Diz Unplugged listeners are not a very talented bunch of people. As is uh, obvious from our final voicemail this week, comes to us from Patrick Kramer. In Nashville, Tennessee. Here's Patrick.
drugs, you get some grand information. Your vast Disney knowledge makes for grand vacations. I don't know what I'd do planning without you. Seated rants I've been from Disney, a new one. Teresa's evil voice is silky smooth like a love song. John's genius knows no bounds. Kevin's restaurant reviews astound. So we download every show. Yes, every show. And get my fix WDWUFO. Never ever do hold back. You keep my trip landing on track. Your sage advice is my key to fun, 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 fun. Listen to the podcast and it all is crystal clear. With this trip from year to year, stay out all the damn lakes or I'm done, 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 done. I'm done. So I download it. Re-show, yes, if re-show and get my fix. Whoa, whoa, Julie, Corey, Kathy, make it all easy to get my fix. W-D-W-U-F-O, just to be in your peanut gallery. Would be an epic thrill for me. Whoa, 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 whoa. I've been spending week after week just attached to my iPod, just so I can get my crazy dis and plug fix on its ritual for sure. Go on and call me Guess what I am saying is that you are the greatest. Your rapid fire roundtable, the news that is the latest. Your passion shines on through. Eating all of the disc crew. So I download every show. Yes, every show. And it matters. Whoa, 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 whoa. You guys never ever do hold back. Keep my trip planning on track. Sage advice is my key to fun, 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 fun. Listen to the podcast and it all is crystal clear. With each trip from year to year, stay out of the damn lakes or I'm done, done, done. Well, I'm done. Mm. He's done. Wow. Wow. Very cool. That was yeah. really cool. He it might was. be an aspiring singer-songwriter. Well, from actually, where he lives. he's, uh, if, I, if I did my research correctly, uh, Patrick was actually a contestant on uh, the game show uh, Don't Forget the Lyrics, oh. or Don't Forget the Words. Oh, okay. 
Um, Did you forget the words? I forgot the words. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't forget the title. And he uh, he he won a hundred thousand dollars. He went to a hundred thousand dollars when he, uh, um, which I, I just thought that so much that, that took a lot of effort. That was really good. Yeah, and he's got good. a great voice, and it was really creative. So you absolutely get to pick a number, no question. You absolutely get to pick a number for that, Patrick. I thought that was really cool, and I really appreciated it. And I'm sure our listeners did as well. So, well, they, just make sure when to pick his number, he's going to have to contact us. Um, yeah, I have his email. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So that is going to do it for us this week, folks. We hope you enjoyed our show. We will be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplug Roundtable. Thanks for listening. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Mm-hmm.